once again, Soki Radio Live number 58 tonight on July 15th, 2017. Finally, we have DMJ back here in the room with us. It's been a while, man. At least it feels like it's been a while. How have you been? DMJ? (laughs) What the heck happened to you, DMJ? I don't, uh, I hear nothing. Well, this is very interesting. Hey guys, welcome to Kinsokyo Radio Live number 58. It's the uh, Abandoned Lunar Edition. And uh, yeah, so far right now we've got a... Oh, okay. Here we go. I understand what happened. DMJ, it's been a while since we've uh, heard from you. How have you been? Good. Okay, I am like in, 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 in like the world of both like euphoria and also constant chaos uh, my brain i don't think is functioning at 100 capacity but i have no idea if that's because i'm slowly turning into a squid right now or if it's the copious amounts of coffee i'm drinking right before the uh the game here uh right before the show here well you, uh. you're doing the show but then you've also got a game that you're doing uh, splatoon 2 on the nintendo switch has a live fire thing going on right now it just happened to start at the same time as our show so now, DMJ, yes. you are split between two loves, you know, the station and being a squid kid. I I am sitting here clutching my Amiibos right now, and I am saying right now, if you are got a Nintendo Switch and are listening to the show right now, the test fire is free and it's for the next four hours only, I would highly recommend joining Team Ice Cream because that's what I'm on, and you know ice cream's better than cake. Let's do this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is that I'm, is that really is it cake or ice cream? Yeah, cake or ice cream. That is that is the the splat fest right now. That's, a, um, that's amazing. And um, they added some really neat this time. Um, you can actually, if you guys want to join and get in on this, you can actually now team up with people. So we can actually get a team of like GR listeners going and just run through turf for team ice cream. Team Let's ice cream. I was one of those people at birthday parties that would ask for like a separate bowl or plate for the ice cream where most people just put it on the same plate. Okay, listen, <laughs> you have to admit, oh, if there's an ice cream cake around, you know that's what you're going to eat. Yeah. I, I'm i I'm the biggest fan of ice cream cake. Yep. I was typically at those parties where instead of choosing between ice cream or cake, they said, why not have both? That, those are such a rarity for me. The, the cake is so common for, for at least for me when I go to birthday parties and things. So having an ice cream cake is a novelty, for for sure. Yeah. Tonight. The only thing with is that I can't. I typically don't have ice cream cake for my birthday because mine is near the uh, winter. It's like getting. See, that's why I like having mine literally in the dead center of the year. June fifteenth. That is literally the middle of June, the mid, the mid, like right at the beginning of summer. You, you know, I mean, having a birthday in March was always awkward because as a kid, I would always want like a sled or something that was winter related. But then, of course, a week and a half away from that is the first day of spring. So, I never really got a sled for my birthday because it, it just didn't make sense apparently. Anyway, tonight on Live 58, 
We do have a Discord server. We are partnered on Discord, and if you aren't already in there, you can join us by either going to our website at GensoicRadio.net and looking on the sidebar. Otherwise, we have an easy link for you to go to at discord.gg gr. And you can hit us up there as well. This is going to be kind of interesting. We've we've got some. It's basically all future stuff except for the Splatoon thing. I mean, they're they're doing a test. The official launch for that isn't uh, quite Thursday. Yeah, it's it's Thursday, Thursday. next week. Yeah, so it's it's next week. Man. Oh, I do have other Switch related news that also relates to Toho. Yeah, that is true. Um, Toho Kabuto uh, Five Burst Battle will be available on the Switch October 10th. You can get your pre-orders in at your local GameStop. Uh, I have it pinned. Uh, the prices, the dates, uh, everything you need to know in the cha- in the games channel, it is on, uh, it's third from the bottom out from that list. I actually pulled that from my local GameStop. I was up there getting some Switch stuff and get it confirming my pre-order for Splatoon 2. So, and I saw it on there and I was like, you give me that on a pre-order as well. So um, it is not, though, to um, let you all know, it is not the um, limited edition version that PS4 will be getting. Limited edition is PS4 exclusive. So if you're looking to get that limited edition, sorry, uh, Switch people, you will not be able to get the limited edition. I don't even know what comes in the limited edition. Does anybody know? (laughs) Um, I I don't. I typically don't. Although... Though I could ask my brother, he he works at GameStop and he's actually working right now, so that doesn't really help oh. me right now. But I could find out for you later. You know what? Though I found out something very interesting about GameStop the other day. Uh, the other day. What's that? So I have a, one of the buddies at work used to be a sales rep for GameStop, and apparently, if a game, any game, regardless of what it is, comes out that week, everybody has to put is required by by company policy to put at least like I think like. like an hour into the game or something like that Hmm. so gamestop employees will have to play an hour of toho so be nice Nice. to them be nice to them if you did pre-order and have to go pick it up they will be frustrated (laughs) (laughs) they they just don't understand they they are not on our level yet (laughs) it is being forced upon them by management and i guess management likes it because they play on easy mode ask them (laughs) Oh, there's gonna That's, be there's gonna be people who are like, I never play easy mode on anything, and they're going to try this, and then oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. Brilliant. Uh, for the mix of songs, content material stuff tonight, we've got a mix of things, uh, some old, some new, some high rated stuff. It's a little bit of everything, including a couple songs I know that DMJ will like tonight. I know that the first song that we had from the album Seated with Liquor, you may not want to hear this, but is the title of the song. And uh, yeah, you're a fan of pretty much everything on that album, so. Oh my gosh, I love that album. If I actually have it up there with like some of the metal great albums, like not just Toho, all metal, Seated with Liquor is up there. Mm Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend, like, if you're going to listen to an album, listen to Foreground Eclipse and draw the Emotionals combo album, Seated with Liquor. You will never be disappointed. It is probably the most high quality, like, metal you will ever hear. Yeah, and I, we, 
We have a thing for Forgotten Eclipse collectively. <laughs> I have a big thing for Foreground Eclipse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and that was that was actually tied for. It was one of our highest rated songs. So obviously, we're not going to pick the lowest rated songs to pick to to play on here. But anyhow, yeah. So, ah, uh, man. With that said. I feel like hopping into the next song here. Uh, we'll we'll get stuff organized kind of in the background while that's going on. So this first song or second song is called Black Destiny. It is the Kana Summer Vibes remix on the album Vermilion Summer. After that is Cross World from Evolution Red. And you're listening to Gensoki Radio Live number 58.
back. It is Gensoki Radio, live number 58 tonight. And we've got Woo! some exciting stuff on the horizon. We've already talked about Splatoon. I know DMJ is going to be kind of going on about that throughout the night, but you know, especially because the live fire event's only like four hours or something. So Yeah. But beyond that, of course, on the horizon for a few of us as part of the GR staff is in just about a week and a half, we have uh, GR's biggest adventure to date. We're heading over to Tokyo, Japan, and uh, it's going to be a pretty exciting time. Uh, Road trip, road trip. If there were only roads to Japan. No, I don't know. You can you can you can create roads. We're going to be very rocky roads. We're going to be spending ice cream in the sky. Relatively little time uh, driving or riding. None of us are going to drive. Riding on the roads themselves. We're going to be doing a ton of walking. That's for sure. But yeah, J- Japan is known or one of the things Japan's known for is a very very good mass transit system. Trains. Uh, buses, so on and so forth, and even yeah, it's the point they, where people are hesitant to buy cars because why would you when you could just take a perfectly working transit system? Right, exactly. And it's and it's very efficient too. They roll people out of their buses and trains. They they roll people out of their buses and trains. I'm not. I guess I'll find out what that means. Uh, like you'll you'll <laughs> see. They will. They got people whose entire job is to push people as tight as they can well, into the subway. That's only during certain events, days, I hope. I would say this would be one of them. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're talking about comic which also happens to be going on when we're there, then sure. But I'm talking about some of the, you know, so just like as a whole. You know, comic only, what, a... a a few days or so but if, yeah it's like three yeah but if you're talking about just going there in general you know there's there's plenty of things to do uh one of the what there's a youtube channel that uh, dj koishi i i mean quite a few of us follow it's abroad in japan and one of the most recent videos that they published was five things to do in hakiabara and so you know, you get insight from other people talking about it, uh, but of course we have our own list as well. During the last show, we talked a little bit about uh, our, our potential perspective, you know, should, should we climb Mount Fuji? Because that was brought up and then people were like, yeah, you know what, that'd be kind of cool to, to do that. It's the highest point in the country and, uh, you know, best of luck to all of us. But there's plenty of other things too. Um such as well like zara what what's one thing you're looking forward to when you when we go uh to akihabara or just just in general just in general Hmm. well obviously comic cat we're going to be doing a lot of things here it's going to be busy Mm -hmm. Mm, but also i guess i'm just looking forward to touring around the countryside actually that's because um people hype up uh akihabara and like the big cities a lot mm-hmm. but i'm a little bit more interested in the um old traditional stuff the yeah. countryside the countryside and the old culture that has somehow merged seamlessly with the modern 
modern society of color current day Tokyo. Yeah, you know, Nano, I think one of Nano's co-workers has been to Japan or lived in Japan for a little while and has an interesting perspective and we've we've gotten some tips from them. Uh, you know, basically if if you want modern Japan, you know, just stay in the Tokyo area, but if you want to get into more interesting things, travel outside of Tokyo, travel away from the city center and just go into the countryside and and there's there's you know, different regions, there's different things to do. Uh, different places to see for sure um is there anything in particular that because like nano i think you wanted to go like more south and there was a there's something going on over there that you were interested in or something and apparently there's road construction going on in the background oh yeah that's <laughs> nice that's the thing that's happening right oh, now i wasn't yeah. expecting <laughs> that <laughs> unmutes the microphone beep beep yeah, uh, Gensuke Radio is creating a... We're in the middle of constructing a new studio. Please stand by. Uh, yeah, it's going to be the Antarctic the Antarctic studio. Oh, please, no. I'll have to give you an answer later, maybe, here. Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll wait for that to be done. It's unfortunate timing. You know what you guys need to do? Yeah, what? And I know this, there's... Um, what is it? The Dragon Sea or whatever? There's, there's like, some sort of ocean, like, location that's, like, the Bermuda Triangle out there that they get a ton of UFO sightings. Just go UFO spotting for a day. It's not Roswell, it's different. Have give me a second, give me a second. I have to put on my uh, tinfoil hat. Totally go. Like, I, I I, heard about it. It's like, geographically, it's on the exact opposite end of the uh, globe as the Bermuda Triangle. So <laughs> you can get some like weird, crazy stuff happening there. <laughs> I think that would be great. Just like, do you guys see anything? Uh, I think I see something. Next thing you know, you know, you're in a ship with reptilians going on a trip. DMJ is going to be going on a trip soon if he doesn't stop talking about the reptilians. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like the first week or so, we're actually not going to be going too far out into the countryside, and one of the reasons for that is that our our you know national passes won't be active uh, for the first week or so. So while we're in the Tokyo area, uh, I think some people express, and I know this is like just it's it's a it's a tourist trap, but there is the Tokyo Sky Tree. It's the one of the highest points that you can go up to to just see the the cityscape around that was one thing uh the tsukiji appeal as in like there's a lot of people who come from not so big cities yeah. can be it's surprising to them how just how dense the city is yeah i mean tokyo just in general is a dense city there's a lot of city in tokyo um but kind of going down the list here the uh there's a fish market that i think is only going to be open this year before they they close or move or something and like you don't really you don't really think like oh let's let's go to the fish market that will be exciting right but like i i don't know our trip to the fish market in boston was pretty intense that well that wasn't really a fish that was like indoors um that was like a chinese grocery store which is a little different but this is an actual fish market think of like tuna the size of like half your desk like it's <laughs> there's really uh 
the 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 photos and videos and things I've seen of I, I guess it was an old location for the fish market. They had some definitely some some interesting different things that you just don't see. And I, you know, of course, Japan is an island nation, so their fish market's going to be uh, pretty pretty big in general. Um, and of course, we've got Akihabara. Um, there's, there's different places for day trips. Uh, we compiled a list just kind of over the past, I'd say, like nine or ten months of different places. And, uh, uh, you know, apparently apparently Tokyo Disneyland's not really somewhere you want to go just no, because just it's, don't. it's so busy, uh, apparently. There's so many people that think it's a good idea, so so many people go, and it ends up not being such a great idea. And the people who do go and, and ride the things they want and do the things they want while they're there, sure, they, they have a good time. But I've, I've heard stories where uh, it's just so densely packed with people. Over like most, <laughs> most high-profile amusement parks that I've been to are characterized by the very first one I've ever been to, the uh, a local one called Canby Lake Park, where I got there at nine in the morning, rode the um, rode the the most famous roller coaster they had there, mm -hmm. and then by the time I got off, the line was already forty-five minutes long. Oh, geez. I remember there was an amusement park in Ohio. Uh, Cedar Point. DMJ, Cedar Point. DMJ Cedar will Point. attest to this that it is basically the roller coaster park. It uh, is the best roller coaster park in the U.S. Take that, L.A. Ohio got you. <laughs> Take that, New York. Ohio got you. There's one good thing coming out of that state. But what's really what's what's fun though is uh, you know like every every place has their own way of you know like Disney's got uh, their fast pass if you want to grab a pass and then go do something else and come back within a certain uh, time frame um, if you stay on location either at the hotel near Cedar Point or what my family did some number of years back is we had a camper and they they have a whole like camp uh, area where you can mm -hmm. either pitch a tent or park an RV or anything in between. And when you do that, when you stay there, whatever form you choose, you get early access. So you get yep. to ride the things that uh, other people maybe you know, like, that are super crowded during the day. And the lines, of course, are super short. Yeah. Which is really cool. Uh, they they actually recently just teamed up with Kalahari, the place where you go to uh, Colossal Con. Uh, you can also get passes through Kalahari now. Uh, if you have a um, pass, uh, if you have uh, a room with the Kalahari, I think it's like a, one of the suites that we get or higher. Oh, wow. Uh, you actually get one, uh, you get one of those passes uh, for free to Cedar Point. That's really cool. It's not that far. It's not that far. Kalahari is not that far from Cedar Point. It's true. We did that the last time we went to Colossal Con. Uh, Koishi and I ended up mini golfing, <laughs> and uh, the rest of our group went on some rides and things. It's uh, it, personally, I'm not a I'm not a huge ride person. And D DMJ has said, "Oh, let's go on Top Thrill Dragster." I'm like, DMJ, l listen to what you're saying, and and then look at the roller coaster that you're referencing. The yeah, top, the top let's thrill. do it. Dragster goes something like what, 110 miles 150 an hour, mi 150 miles per hour 300, from launch, 300 from feet launch. high. So, you start from zero and go to 150. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, I think one of the things, one of the things that I underestimate the most is uh, mini golfing. Because every time I see mini golfing and people invite me mini golfing, I'm like, eh, maybe, sure, I guess, I'll tag along. And then when we play, after we play, I'm like, yeah, okay, that was pretty fun, sure. Yeah. You know, I, I unfortunately like the course at Cedar Point was pretty fun. But at the same time, it was like a weird time of day. The weather was sort of such where it was a little buggy, I would say. Like, they were just kind of, uh, I, I don't know. And and unfortunately, half the course was closed. So, like, we got one of those, you do two rounds, but there's there's two different sets of holes. And uh, one so entire half was back. closed. So, yeah, we, so we just did the front part twice, I guess. Anyway. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I and we've even talked about like is there mini golfing in Japan? D- did we ever did we ever figure that I, out? I'm pretty sure there's mini golfing. Um if not, recommendations. Uh there is uh I know for a fact, I have it saved on one of my laptops. I don't know which one, but there's actually one of the world's biggest Magic the Gathering like stadiums, not like a shop, a stadium is in uh Tokyo. Interesting. And that's where I think Koishi went to one of their affiliate stores hmm. to go, not the big store, but the affiliate store to go get my uh, card sleeves that she got me yeah. uh, two, a couple of years ago. Okay. So maybe she can, like, you guys can go see that because it, it's actually pretty interesting. They got um, like tables set up, they have cameras everywhere. It's like literally an arena. That's That sounds interesting. Uh, other things that you might not think about if you know, just being in a different place is going to a baseball game. Uh, apparently, baseball in Japan is different than baseball in the U.S. Yes. Yeah, it, let's just put it this way. There is a reason why half the, uh, at least a quarter of the MLB are all Japanese players. <laughs> they are really good, but you have to also understand, here it's all about the showmanship. There it's all about the game. Hmm. So the players here have a totally different view on the fundamentals than what the people in Japan, the players in Japan have. They are at like the highest level playing. And it and, and I'm going to tell you now, Lunar, the crowd gets really into it. Huh. Really into it. Like baseball games, like if they if, like if you were to compare fans at are at MLB stadiums versus fans at a Japanese stadium, I'm I'm not kidding you. The MLB fans literally look like they're at a funeral. <laughs> okay, that is how into it the fans in, in Japan are. Jeez. How 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 do you know this, DMJ? Like <laughs> I've watched um I've watched a lot of Japanese baseball oh, okay. like documentaries. Sure, okay. And it and, and, not and, a bad it, idea, dude. and it is not it is it is like they got like Baseball games, you got what? You walk in, you got a baseball glove, you're drinking a soda, eating a hot dog. You're not really getting into it. There, they got they sell noise like noisemakers right out the gate. Everyone's got like drums, and everyone's losing their minds. It is insane. It is like there's bands that play. It is crazy. That sounds like a blast, honestly. It is. It is a lot of fun. Well, I guess we'll have to figure out if there's anything going on when we're there. Cause that sounds more fun now that you say that. Mm-hmm. 
And why why is there? I'm just looking on the list again. Why is there Krispy Kreme on the list? Uh, you're gonna have to ask Clay about that. <laughs> okay, so one thing that you need to know about. I'm not sure about Krispy Kreme in particular here, but uh, I, I think I think if I remember correctly, they have completely different donuts in Japan than they do well, in the U.S. Yeah, a, a little bit, and and some some pastry shops and donut shops and, and places will get really creative and like do the like the frosting in a certain way, and they'll add like little uh, like you know the I don't know like. Like ears and eyes and, and like the little cat face thing. Like I don't well, know. Well, I'm, I'm talking about like completely like different flavors, like fillings, like savory fillings. Well, and yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, they they have that too. Like you're probably not going to find a, a I don't know a red bean paste donut here, but you might yeah. in Japan. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I've got red bean ice cream here in here in like, Louisville. So. Like you're not going to find chocolate fries here, but you might in Japan. Yeah, chocolate fries. Yeah, just go to your local McDonald's. Well, Koishi knows all about McDonald's. Well, sure, but and I guess I guess Koishi actually went to McDonald's quite a bit when they were in Japan a couple of years ago. Uh, Pretty sure Koi's too triggered by McDonald's to go back. To go back, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it'll be different enough. Like, ah, you know what? We don't sell chocolate fries or. Uh, we, well, we, technically, we is, it, Mc, is it McDonald's like a de facto U.S. embassy? <laughs> you just say embassy? Do you mean yeah, a de facto embassy. Like, first thing you find out when you're in a foreign town across seas. Where's the nearest McDonald's? Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, one of the things that just, like, no matter where you travel in the world, if you find the nearest McDonald's, that's just a place where the food is relatively consistent, no matter which one you go to. So, you do have something there. And so if you don't know what to do, if someone asks you, where do you want to go for dinner? Just, just say, McDonald's. And they'll say, again? McDonald's. I don't want to go to McDonald's again. <laughs> you know, what in the world? So, and at some point, Wait. yeah, the, the last thing here, I mean, there, there's so many things on this list. I'm not even close to reading all of oh, them. Oh, you still have to tell me the thing that you didn't want to tell me before the show started that's supposed to blow my mind and cause me to melt. Ah, uh, yes, but we'll get to that after this next song here. This is Forecast Function, the kind of Foresight Dreams remix. And after that is a certain song. It's called So Let Go. Mark Brown, you're listening to Security Live 58.
the moon shines bright. I will take you out to the starlight. Step when out to this long night. Oh, will I go? Of the world just losing words right into the night. Oh
Thanks for joining us tonight, Live 58. We are about halfway through the show already. Can you can you believe that? We might actually be just a little bit early on that count. But regardless, right now we've got a number of listeners from a variety of countries, including Australia, the Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, or Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Honduras, Japan, Norway, Poland, Sweden, the United Kingdom, and the United States. And for listeners tonight, I always have the names a little too small on my screen. We've got Alias Killer, Fred, Tykuri, Shining, Mr. EAD, Arani, Chris1, Yukari, Backburner12, A Distraction42, Lord Ptolemy, DMJ is listening, General Coolman, Elite Asian, Mr. Sketchy, Etchy, and Adamantium Knight. Very cool. So what's going on, guys? Uh, nothing much. Still squid kidding. Uh, I have won, I want to say, 10 matches so far. I'm rank 5. Rank 5. Gotta start somewhere. Does well, that... not, all the all this doesn't save. So yeah, okay. Kind of I was about to ask if that transferred over. <laughs> no, and actually the rank is only within the Splatfest itself, so it's like rank 5 within the ice cream, but not for the character. You are an ice cream uh... level 5. <laughs> yes, I am an ice cream level 5. I have no idea. Does that mean I got diabetes? <laughs> Prob- not even close. Wait. Yeah, not yet. Gotta work for that. So what was that thing that you weren't telling me that you weren't telling me at the beginning that yeah. apparently I've been so out of the loop for it's gonna blow my mind. Yeah. So we've we talked about this during the last show, but obviously DMJ was busy. But uh, we've been kind of you know touching on the on the point of Comic Cat. It's it's just a, an event in our in our much larger trip. But at Comic Cat, um, actually before that. Kameji Records has a table at Comic Cat. They basically, DJ Koishi submitted an application several months ago saying, you know, as a circle, officially uh, for a table at Summer Comic Cat. And it was one of those things where Koishi was like, ah, you know what, I'll just do this and we'll see if we get in. Just kind of, ah, <laughs> we probably won't, but it'd be cool if we did. And uh, lo and behold, they got in. Holy crap, it worked. So. Um, Wait, that so now Komeji Records is faced with the problem where they needed to be able to sell stuff at Comic Cats. You know, they have got to have something on the table, otherwise, why the heck are you even there? So, and the, the other problem is, what's their inventory look like? You know, uh, they've sold some things on Bandcamp, but do they have any actual stock inventory? Uh, the answer is no. So, this coincides. Th- this problem is kind of interesting because. We at Gensoki Radio were able to help a little bit with this. If you remember a couple of years back, and I know I'm reiterating what I said during the last show, but bear with me here. A couple of years back, we were talking about doing a micro-publishing solution. Uh, just something where we would be able to do small runs of CDs with labels and, and printed and pressed and all of that stuff um, on the cheap for people who just kind of want to get a little bit of something out there. Or maybe they just want their the work that they've done on a CD that looks good, whatever the case may be, right? We never really put it out there. No one really knows that that's a thing that we can do, but we can still do it, even though we haven't until this point. So what we're doing for Kameji Records is we are creating uh, their inventory, basically. They want to do five albums, and they want to do a certain number of albums uh, per, or CDs Per album, so uh, in total, it's going to be something like 300 copies 
And yeah, we're we're about halfway there. Um, I've been a, I've been a little slackish, but the other challenges they don't like Komiji Records doesn't already have a lot of the stuff that you need. Things like the CD labels, the the cover label, the back and sides on the jewel case itself. We kind of had to help create some of that stuff too. So Nano's been shipping in a lot on that part. Uh, I've been doing the printing, pressing stuff and we're going to put that all together and if everything works out that's going to be what ends up on the table at comic cat um the bonus to this is because i am such an instrumental part i mean nano is too but when it comes to the the stock of the inventory uh yeah some someone i, I don't know regardless of all that a bonus to helping Komiji Records is that um, as a circle at Comicat, you get three advanced tickets, and these are called golden tickets. Uh, there are three of them, and obviously DJ Koichi is going to have one. Uh, we've got a contact in Japan who lives there that's going to help us get through some of the stuff, because obviously neither one of us are, are really fluent in Japanese, but their friend hopefully is, is more so. Uh, the... <coughs> And the third ticket will be going, at least at this point, I've been promised, to me. Because I've helped out quite a bit. Um, and what this golden ticket does is it gets you in early, but like an hour earlier than everyone else to set up and to do sort of an initial round if there's any particular circle you want to go to or anyone you want to say hi to. Stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, we are going to be helping out at Komeji Records table at Comic Cat. So what you're telling me is you got into Willy Wonka's factory. And I have a golden and, ticket. Yes. I'm and a, you also won the f factory itself. The, the factory itself. Well, yeah, no, I am, the, I am the factory. I am the factory. <laughs> I am literally the factory. You don't understand. I, I've had, over the past month, I've gotten so much printer ink on my hands from handling, like, wet CDs and like fixing the cartridges like stupid stuff has happened but as of right now everything is smooth but it was kind of a bumpy start trying to get this stuff going so yeah <laughs> I mean I, I understand too I'm trying to edit videos like crazy for all of my airsoft shenanigans and I, I'm, I get halfway through it it's like I gotta start on the next one yeah so no no what's up you're here what would you, what would you, you and me, as the average lowly plebeian citizens of the Comic Cat, well, what I... would you like to do with me? <laughs> what, what, what? Sit in line and drink water. Sounds great. That, isn't that like, like Comic Cat and AX are like line con? Yeah. 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 Actually, I mean, actually, um, it's pretty much the capital of line con. Like, yeah. So uh, you guys can actually get to see that mesmerizing line action that they do every year in person. Yep. Yeah. That is like the greatest time lapse to ever see. It's just how they do Comic Cat. It's pretty mesmerizing. I could um, watch it for hours. <laughs> like I'm not kidding you. It is that that interesting. That that mesmerizing, huh? Um, in chat, uh, again, we're about halfway through the show, but if you haven't already joined us, you can join us by going to discord.gg slash gr. Uh, we had a couple questions from uh, some of our listeners. 
uh, basically, you know, just like what are what are we what are we doing? Um, let's see. I have to scroll back up for this. Uh, question for the staff. Backburner twelve asks, how much is the trip going to cost? I'm planning on going to Japan eventually, but some people say it's way cheaper than it seems like it uh, would be. You know, you're doing. How much is the flight, the lodging, public transit costs, so on and so forth? Just you know, like what are some of those details? If you're one of the people that are planning on going to the country uh, yourself, so. Uh, what we're doing in our case, since we're we're staying for a little more than a month, uh, I think it ends up being about 34 days for uh, for five of us. Uh, Bucky's actually a few days shorter than that. Nano's going to be in for a uh, little less than a couple weeks. But uh, all of us are staying at an apartment, and that is being rented through um, through a service called Sakura House. So. Basically, what they do is they are kind of in between who actually owns the apartments, and they're able to uh, rent it out to people who are traveling, so foreigners or or what have you. And so it's Airbnb. Mm, not really. Oh, so it it has like a guest house. It has to be. It has to be a long duration. You have to be there for at least a month to do it. So. Uh, and so that ends up being quite a bit cheaper than if you do, say, a hotel, which would be exorbitantly expensive compared to Sakura House. Like, basically, uh, we have, for the six of us, we have a couple of rooms, and so, like, you know, three people per room. I ended up paying about 600 uh, to, to lodge there. So it's, I mean, for a month's time, that's not bad. Uh, especially when you consider that we are pretty much a very short walk like not even five minutes away from the nearest train station where we can hop on to local transit and head into downtown tokyo so it's pretty convenient uh let's see here uh other questions the the flight for all intents and purposes it's a guest house yeah yeah it's like an apart it's a house where they rent out apartments specifically for foreigners <laughs> yep uh how much is the flight so this is kind of interesting, depending on where you're coming from. That largely depends on where you are and yeah. your proximity to your... Yeah. More expensive for because Zara, who's on the East Coast US. Less expensive for Nano, who's on the West Coast US. And if you're very lucky, uh, like Koishi was, or like I was, you can... If you're able to find some sort of a... a I guess it's like a flash sale. Like, it didn't last for very long, but I ended up getting my ticket for around 900 or so. Uh, typically spring sale, yes. Yeah, typically when you go online if you're if you're somewhere in the US, you're probably going to find places or uh, prices between I'd say 1600 to 1800, probably a little more or less depending on where you are exactly. Um, but it is not cheap. And so obviously with that sort of airfare price, if you're trying to make it worth your while, you're going to want to travel for a longer duration if you can or if it makes sense for you so uh it, it is that that is definitely a huge part of it something to be considered uh public transit so i mentioned this a little bit earlier but uh for the first week or so when we get there we're going to be staying local to tokyo um if you are uh if you're someone who lives in tokyo or near tokyo or or, or works in tokyo 
um, the local transit has sort of their own uh, ticketing system or card system. Uh, you can pick up something called a Suica card. There's also Pasmo. Uh, I think in our case, we're just getting Suica cards. And basically, um, this is... Does it come with socket? No, it doesn't. It's, it's a oh. prepaid card, basically. And you use that to just go through stations and, and hop on the system itself. Um, so that's what we're doing for the first week in, in summary. If you have any other questions, we'll, we'll get to that. But for the remaining part of our trip, uh, we are getting something called a Japan Rails Pass. And this is something that's only for foreigners. The, the Suica cards for, for everyone, locals and foreigners. And if you're only going to stay in the Tokyo area, for everywhere else, if you want to travel to other regions or nationwide, um, the Japan Rails Pass is a really good option because it's it allows you to get onto uh, trains that would normally have a very high price. You, you pay one price for the pass, depending on how long you want the pass to be good for. It can be seven days, twenty-four, or seven days, fourteen days, and twenty-one days, um, and the the price is sort of fitting accordingly. Uh, so, for example, you can use the Japan Rails Pass to hop onto a bullet train, the Shinkansen, to go to one of the farther away regions. And that ticket, if you're just to get on that one way, is like at least 100 bucks, 200 bucks, somewhere around there. Like, it's a pretty expensive ticket. Um, so, I mean, if you're going to ride that just over the the course of time and obviously this depends completely on your itinerary where are you going to go where are you going to travel to how often are you going to use mass transit but for some people and I, I think in our case it will be worth it um, just because if you ride on that just a few times you've already paid for your pass uh, compared to what you would have paid before so uh, that was it for for that bundle of questions. Now I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling back down here. I'm just seeing if there's any other uh, questions we we missed. And yeah, shining. That was a two way ticket for 900. It was uh, it was it was quite a deal for the airfare in my case. Um, I think I think Nano ended up getting somewhere around 1200 or something. Um, overall, though, that's that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, yeah, but but obviously. You're traveling there. It's it's gonna be spendy. So, like, yeah. I went to the site. Like, I went to access ticket. Um, it looks like a one way from Tokyo to Nagoya through Shinkansen is around a hundred dollars. Yeah, eleven thousand. Yeah. Yeah, and and the the Japan Rails Pass uh, for twenty one days ends up being I think a little over five hundred dollars. So, if you're gonna ride the the bullet train, um, you know, to a place and back, and then to another place and back, uh, and then add in all the other places that you might go to, sort of in between that, and you you pretty much have paid for it. So, just really rough estimate, but yeah, the and of course Backburner Twelve, as as you're mentioning this, the the, the flight is is a big cost but also don't forget that you know depending on where you're staying you know if it's a hotel you're going to be ca- yeah, paying more if you're going for less than a month because soccer house doesn't work for anything less than that unfortunately um 
I you you do have other options than hotels, but it's not really something that we've explored, I guess. Uh, and of course, you've got food and any souvenirs you want to pick up when you're there, because obviously, Comic Cat is a market. You're gonna buy stuff there if, if you're going when that's going on. So, yeah, I know my um, my Hapsi friend. He went to Japan a couple of years ago, and he was able to stay with his family. That was that's really convenient. Yeah, but yeah you, that's but you definitely have cool. to know someone to for that to be feasible. Uh. So I want to give a shout out to Leet Asian. He is an ice cream defender along with me. Ice cream uh, defender. Yeah. You, another friend joins the fight. Yeah. Don't know if I need this. If you want, if you want to add me on Nintendo Switch, my friend code is up on my Twitter at DMJ654 on Twitter. <laughs> it's pinned at the top. Put it in. I will party with y'all when <laughs> this game comes out. Yeah. All right, all right. I have we I have a switch upstairs. I haven't I haven't played it because it's it's actually my brother's. But um, I I haven't set up an account yet or anything. I think we have Splatoon. I don't actually. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. But maybe after this, I'll join you. Who knows? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's an interesting face. <laughs> that that is that's the face she gives you right like when you stare at him. In the, uh, in the in the uh, Incopolis Plaza, they would just stare at him. She makes that face. <laughs> uh, very good. So, if there's any other questions uh, throughout the rest of the show, we got about 45 minutes left. Uh, feel free to ask. We'll answer what we can. Obviously, we're we're just a group that's going, but we'll certainly tell you about uh, how we got to this point, and uh, and anything else that you might have that we can answer. So, in the meantime, let's head up to the next song. This is called Chromatic Color. It is uh, from the album Equation 10. And after that is Call My Name from the album Heart of Eternity. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll be back in a bit here on Gensoki Radio Live number 58.
Against Tokyo Radio Live number 58. DMJ and I were just discussing some some stuff regarding how I am able to print onto CDs and, and stuff like that. And I was caught a little off guard. But. Yeah. Um, not only that, but uh, I I was I'm like half paying attention to the stream right now. Because uh right now I'm in the middle of a game and uh right now I wanna think uh, team ice cream is uh, kicking cake's butt right now. Oh no, I'll talk smack. <laughs> alright, alright. Well, while you're fighting with Splatoon, I don't know, squid kids, uh, maybe maybe Nano can be fighting with the, uh, you know, good old Stormtroopers. How, how does $6,000 worth of Stormtroopers sound, Nano? Shipping is a painful thing. <laughs> what is the $6,000 worth of... What is the six thousand dollars worth of stormtroopers? There, there is, there is a, there is a display in Akihabara, uh, where there is like eighty something stormtroopers standing behind um, Darth Vader and his guards. I think. I think it was eighty six stormtroopers, two royal guards, and Darth Vader himself. Yeah. Maybe. Was it for that board game, First Assault? No, these are just like. Okay. Like, um, figures to just have. Like, you can get one Stormtrooper, or you can get 86 of them and have an army. Okay, because I thought this was for that, like, first assault, like, D&D game, and I was about to be like, that's commitment, and I play Armada, so. Okay. Um, so it kind of feels good to be back. It does, you know, like, it, on it's the show. honestly good to have you back. Yes. I'm, like, I've been itching to get back and do a show... I have like a billion ideas coming down the pipeline that will happen. I am literally using chaos magic in order to force myself to do it. 
but we got i'll get this done and there's going to be some interesting things coming down the pipeline for a lot of people you so. guys you guys keep referring to this mystical project x uh i think we're pretty much at the point where we can actually like tell you about it i just don't know how we feel about telling the world about it yet unless you're like 100 percent like in in the know about it oh okay before we say words about it because it's it's a little different and a little bit logistically different than what we've normally done in the past. Oh, uh, okay. But it definitely will review, like revitalize the reviews and DMJ's hangout and everything. It's a totally, it's pretty much a rehash of everything I've done on this website. It all in one package. So I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing that you have this sort of transformative idea, yet I know nothing about it. Yes, because we needed to hammer out the details. And while we were waiting for you to log on, me and Zara finally had time to actually talk about it. Uh, okay. Because I've literally time been swamped is not something DMJ years. has had for a while. And, and it's going to be very hard to get, but I am desperately fighting the forces that be to get the time. Because it is, it is very easy for me to fight the forces, the forces that be. I'm just too lazy. So, through through the power, through the powers that be, I will do this, and it will be, it will be fun and a lot more. And it, it, it would be, it's just, it's just going to make everything in my life so much better if I do it like that, the way I want to do it versus how I've been doing it. Okay. Whew. Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, Plans coming that, into action, even though I don't know anything about them. Uh, apparently, we've got some cool stuff on the way, and uh, boy, I'm eager to know about more of the, about this too. So, oh yeah, you are because it will make the logistic logistical end will be a hundred times easier than what uh, you read. Cool, the... We promise. I mean, logistically, it will be easier than. Uh, DMJ's hangout ever was because uh, as you can see that was a flaming tire fire <laughs> well I, will... I mean just the funniest thing I think about DMJ's hangout is that I'm pretty sure there were something like two or three episode sixes sevens no yeah sixes, sixes. <laughs> see, we episodes. don't even know I, I have the laptop sitting over there with the information on it I'm just I'm not gonna walk over to that laptop. That <laughs> laptop is everything that is behind me now. The new sleek layout, which I will actually take a picture oh, of yes. so that everybody will see, everybody could see. This is my new life now. I'm gonna be putting it on my Twitter because it's just easier for me to do things on Twitter. Actually, I'll just throw it on Discord. Every day is great so, at your Junez. Yeah, oh man. Did you get splatted? No, uh, the servers are having connection issues. Aww, well, that's why it's all fire test. <laughs> oh well, I'm actually going to say that like it's it's interesting that last time I didn't make it up to a show and I had car problems. Second time I didn't make it to a show. Afterwards, I had car problems. Man. With my girlfriend in the car, nonetheless. That is like the worst thing ever uh, for me. Yeah. No good. Well, you know what's better than that is what? being able to to get these albums out the door and and, and put them together. What do we have from Comedia Records? They're 
going to have five different albums, as I said. I didn't really say what these albums were, but um, we. If one of them's not a Wu Volume Two, I will be upset. I hate to break it to you, but there is no Wu Volume Two. So the the albums that were selected for Comic Cats for Kamiji Records are uh, based on what has performed uh, the best in terms of what they have on Bandcamp. And of course, this goes all to DJ Satori, who kind of manages that side of things. But, um, you know, since this is a relatively small audience, I'm, I'm going to mention it here. Um, the, the albums we've got coming out at Comic Cat are Tenet Atenchi, Damage Control, I Dream of Rain, Komeji Club, and they're going to be releasing a brand new album. It's not going to be available anywhere until the day of Comic Cat. Sleepless Dream. And that one is going to be released at that table uh, simultaneously with Bandcamp, I think. So. Yeah. What's uh? Do they do they have prices uh for the new release? Uh, nope. I don't know any. Okay. But I don't know anything about that. Um, in fact, we haven't really discussed prices at all. We've kind of thrown some things around, but. Basic- well, I know their Bandcamp is Our- going to be pay-, pay as you want. Well, maybe. I, I guess we'll see. But uh, in terms of, yeah, in terms of Comic Cat, like the, the main focus is just making sure that we have what we need to even have anything sitting on the table. That's that's been that's been the focus. And uh, yeah, as, as messy as that sounds, it's it's pretty vital. So, I mean, but we're we're gonna it's gonna be done. Like we are definitely there. I have I have a I have a stack of printed pressed CDs. I my gosh, I've never had so many CD labels in my possession. Just like a huge stack of CD labels, um, all, all printed and ready to go. So, uh, ah, fun must, times. Uh, printer right. ink must you must hate the smell of printer ink now. I. I know what printer ink smells like, and it concerns me a little bit because I've got a continuous ink system, which means that I don't use traditional cartridges. Uh, I use a reservoir system, which feeds which ink. Which is what we were discussing yeah, earlier. Yep, yep. That kind of goes full circle here. It feeds ink into the cartridges you print, uh, and the net effect of this is that you pay less for ink. You have to invest in the system, but over time, it is cheaper to print things. So, uh, that's what I have for that. Uh, We've got our next song here, I guess. Uh, We'll get stuff together. Dear Big Sister, the remix version, was another one of our songs that was high rated this month. And after that is Once Upon a Love from Little Planet. And we'll be back in a little bit here in Gitsoki Radio Live number 58.
You're listening to Gensokyo Radio Live 58. And uh, <clears throat> I have now been informed about Project X. This is this is an interesting thing. You know, I, I anything that sort of keeps keeps it new, keeps it fresh, is is good. As you say that, and I'm liking people's pictures with the words "fresh." Yeah. Well, there were also pictures earlier of the 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 Suica card meme, where like either the character Suica from from the Toho Project is is become the card or is walking through a place where you would use a Suica card. Anyway, this doesn't have to do anything with that. Uh, What is, now that I've been informed and we've kind of got the go ahead, what is Project X? Secret Project X is revamping my career in GR. (laughs) It's, It's literally rewriting what I've done. So you guys have noticed over the past couple of years, I find it hard to sit down and actually write all of these reviews down. And it's not because I'm lazy or anything. It's just because I don't have the time, but I find more time. I find it easier for me to kind of like talk about my views about music and all that stuff. So I kind of sat down with Zara um, and I was like, Hey, I had an idea. Why don't we do a podcast for uh, the station and integrate reviews? So Zara ended up coming to me and saying, cool let's i'm down let's do this let's make the music review yes so the format is um and the, the let me start with the title the title is the review now it is a working title it is a working title i have more there could be more creative titles Maybe I'll even crowdsource you guys coming up with a title for yeah. it. That would sound like a Got an interesting idea. Tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the format is essentially I pick an album, Zara picks an album, and we we listen to the album and we re- re- essentially review it, but we kind of have a discussion about it. Um, it it's, it's a lot better than, you know, those one-on-one reviews where you're only getting one thought, one brain talking about the music, you know? And I mean... As good as some of the best review music reviewers out there are, um, a lot of the times they could be jaded or, you know, it could be swung to one side or another because some people think Seated of Liquor's trash and I think those people should go to hell. So, <laughs> like, you know, that's you harsh. know, that's that's the th- that's the thing with me. You'll always get a jaded answer out of me. But I think with a discussion, especially with me and Zara, Zara having very similar ideas with music, I don't um, think I don't think there's ever gonna be dissenting opinion about um foreground eclipse or drawing the emotional with either of us. Yeah, but I know there's going to be some dissent and we can talk back and forth about it, and I think that's good and constructive uh for, especially for the Toho music circle, uh the Toho music as a whole. I feel like that's the best way to go with it. And the parts, the things that I kinda like about it is like in between each one of the um review segments we're gonna play some tracks from that album along with songs that are kind of similar where if you do end up liking the album here are some tracks from other albums that you kind of would kind of fall into if you kind of want to listen to this type of music like oh if we're playing iosis we're gonna play some silver forest or oh we're gonna be playing some uh foreground of clicks well here's some draw the emotional you know i i like you know kind of get your mind kind of thinking about the music and the thing that I kind of wanted to emphasize with this project is our Patreon supporters. 
So for patron supporters, my goal is to get let it so that if you are a patron supporter, you get a week exclusive access to uh, the podcast itself and any extras that we tend to have. Small little discussions on the side that we didn't really want to include in the final product, but we still kind of want to put out there for the patrons, you know? Um, I, I feel like that would be something that would help not only me as a reviewer, but also be very constructive for the listeners out there. Um, especially when it comes to site sides, site side, because you guys have been staring at my face in a Christmas hat for what? Since February? Yeah, that's been up there for a while. And if you were wearing Christmas hat in February, I'd be a little concerned. That's probably the last time I was able to put up one of those. (laughs) Okay. Um, Is it time for me to wear a Christmas hat? I took the picture like right before winter shutdown, so it was like right before Christmas, and I might, I was just going to use the same picture over and over again. But I feel like that that will be good for you guys, um, especially now that we'll be able to listen, uh, hopefully from the front page to the podcast. You'll be able to download it. You'll be able to take it everywhere, and it will give you guys, especially. I know how general chat is when the lives aren't going on it's pretty it gets pretty dead sometimes this gives you guys talking points me me and like three other people talking at any one point in time when uh the lives are not on yeah and i kind of want to give you guys talking points outside and it kind of bring everything back to toho because sometimes the lives can get very so here's here's something there. here's something that's interesting for you guys out there and obviously people haven't really seen this but when we were in boston there there was a there was a moment where dmj and zara were like you've got that song i got that song too and they were like they just like started jamming out to it oh, we just started headbanging it was yeah, yeah it was like that was at uh that was when we were at the party yeah yeah it was like, and it wasn't even just Toho music. We parted to play like periphery. Yeah, that was a periphery concert. <laughs> that was that was fun, and like that, that's where I think the connection, like you know, hits where we can actually talk about music. And I mean, it's not like, going to be like you know, as in depth as Anthony Fantano or all those other music blog um, things. It's just going to be fans talking to fans, explaining you know our thought presses through the music, and you know you guys can have dissenting things, and you know. Talk to talk to us about it. We can probably address it maybe on the next show, or maybe like bonus things. You know, just you know talking about the music. You know, and that's I think the core of where GR is is the music. And a lot of the times, you know, when we're on the lives, we get we talk. How many how many times when I first started working for you guys, we started talking about Pokemon. We fell the Pokemon a lot. I I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know, but there's there's been there's been more of it than I'm particularly wanting to tell people about. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the whole like, the, the, this is why this idea would work. I think is, is because e- even though you guys may not see it out there, you would definitely see it more in the review or whatever we end up calling it. And again, totally serious. If you're in a Discord and you have a you know an idea. Let us know about it. It's in yeah, progress, it, but but um, there, yeah, these two would be great together, I think. And I'm I'm really curious to know what they'd be able to do. Uh, I'd still be involved in the technical side. I don't I don't think you'd you probably wouldn't hear my voice in any of these shows unless I were like you know 
because it was a special thing. You want to be our first guest? Well, I was thinking, have you, have you ever be, seen a... I'd be a lame never, first guest. Well, here's, here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I had an idea for, like, Lunar to be, like, the audio version of Barry that Barry used to be for Game Grumps back during the JonTron times, where they would talk to Barry and Barry would just put stuff on screen. I just wanted to be like, you know, I would be like, okay, Lunar, right here, like in the podcast, be like, Lunar, right here, put a little sproing sound. And you just hear a sproing sound Lunar puts in, you know, dumb stuff like that. I think that would be great. Sound effects. Sound effects. And, you know, you chime in every once in a while if I call you out on something, you know, just make it kind of like a fun review dialogue, you know? Yeah, our soundboard. Yeah, you're like you're you're going. To, who's a famous producer? I don't know any famous producers. I only know some some directors. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. I think he also produces things. He's also a director, so that doesn't work. I don't know how this works. <laughs> but I think this would be a great project, especially for those listeners out there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's definitely we're going to try to get our first episode out. My goal is the this next half of the year somewhere. Hopefully, I'm trying to do the fall the fall because I also want to have you know I got airsoft stuff I got to do. I have a big event I'm going to in November where the big boys are going. I got Jet Desert Fox going, all this stuff. So I want to try to shoot before that time. Um, so I'm hoping that I'm hoping you guys are like really excited for this project as i am because i do want to record this i do want to get this out there i do want to see like you know especially the patrons have something in their hands and be like yes they're actually doing something productive and i I, i'm contributing to that so you know yeah you're, you're doing something productive and meanwhile i keep hitting sound effects to add to your you know well, you got you got you got a uh, visual project Moe, which I have no coding or art experience, so I have no idea. <laughs> visual, <laughs> visual project. Okay. Dot Moe, you, I will. You know what? Close. Well, I'm going to butcher this so much. <laughs> I've been out of the loop for two months, and I feel so bad. But I feel like that would be something amazing. Yes, Mr. Sketchyachi. Even if it's a super long title, suggest it. Because I sometimes find joy in super long titles. I have a lot of fun trying. I have a lot of fun butchering it. It's so the the show art for like you know posting in a mixcloud or wherever is just going to be most of the square is going to be taken up by the title, and then at the very like lower right corner, it's going to say episode three. Yeah, it's just going to say EP three in really tiny font. I think that would be so that would be kind of funny. So <laughs> yeah, okay, it's a good idea. I I look forward to seeing what we what we do. Basically, what they're gonna do, they're gonna make a a, a quote unquote uh, pilot episode. You've probably heard that term for like TV shows and and things. Um, but yeah, we'll I'll I'll take a look at that. We'll see what we can turn it into, and towards the second half of the year here. Uh, we'll see what we can get to you guys. And in the meantime, yeah. in the meantime, hang tight because right going into next month into September, I have, I'm in launch launch at my work. And as you know, last year they make us work weekends sometimes. So yeah, that is true. So we got a lot now. I'm looking ahead. You guys got Japan. We have the review. 
What else do we got? Um, I mentioned on Twitter not that long ago that we are working on uh, some things for GR, uh, some some new things which have been requested quite a bit over time. Uh, people have always wanted to know more about song history, and I'm working on making that, uh, at least in a developer standpoint, something which people can look at and, and use that data. Uh, we will have it integrated into the websites at some points, but what I'm finding with, you know, the people asking for this feature or that feature is that with our website, it's it's difficult to, you know, ha have a feature set that you want to bake into the website, do that, and then have other features that come after that and have it sort of still be one unit that looks nice and, and it's cohesive and all that. So, um, so I'm working on changing a few things, you know, in the background, in the foreground of the website. Um, people may or may not pay attention to the website, but there's actually quite a bit of information on it. Um, if you ever type in exclaim uh, playing in Discord, it will tell you the currently playing song, except for when these shows are going, so disregard that. But uh, most of the time it'll tell you the, you know, the song information, and there's usually a little link there that you can click to look at a track list for the album, and it'll tell you a little bit more information about the album itself and, and stuff like that. So... Uh, there's, I think, yeah, there's, there's literally thousands of albums in the library. Uh, unfortunately, there's no, like, good search function to, to really see how much information is in it. But, uh, there's a ton of information, and another thing I'm working on is making that more accessible to just the average user, so. A lot of things are coming down the pipeline. We've got DMJ stuff. We've got the stuff I'm working on. Um, yeah. And appa apparently, uh, Amiel has a has a long title for you. They're working on it. I'm curious. Oh, I want to see. I want to see. I'm actually kind of like excited for this. Speaking of which, right, right so now, right now, um, if you're on the East Coast, two hours left on the Splatfest. It is free. It is on the eStore, uh, eShop. Pick it up if you have a Switch. I highly recommend this right now. It plays just like the old stuff with new waifus. <laughs> okay, the title is uh, Dog of the Blues Fighting Against the Half-Dragon of Doom in the Darkness Void of the Terrifying Hands of Claudia. I like it. I don't. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> Whoa, oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. It was creative, but probably not what we want for this show. Burn. Uh, or you could go with, there, there's a, I, I know the track list for Kamiji Records stuff because of, because we're working on their albums, but, uh, there's a song out there that's called, I want to push you down the stairs. You yeah, know. let's make that our title. <laughs> I mean, like, it doesn't even have to have review it's, in the title. It no, could just no. be something fun and, here's what you know, it'd be. Here, here's what it'd be. We have an album. It's sitting at the top of a staircase. If we like it, we won't push it down the stairs. If we don't like it, we'll push it down the stairs. <laughs> but how would that translate to audio? <laughs> I don't know. You know, you're, you're, you're making me the sound effects guy. I'm going to have to do, like, 
some sound work. I'm gonna have to re <laughs> record an album. I imagine like a jewel case going down a set of wood stairs or something. <laughs> I'm just imagine, you I'm imagining you, you just like you're sitting there on a soundboard with a bunch of like different instruments. You've got like a penny whistle. And you're going, and then you're just like you're hearing just a bunch of crashing noises, like breaking windows and stuff. Here's what you do. Here's like, what you do, Lunar. If you have um. If you have an extra jewel case left over when you're done um, doing the production, you make a copy of I Want to Push You Down the Stairs and record yourself pushing it down the stairs. Like, and I, I, and I seriously, like, am very, like, I really want to do this project, mostly because I feel like with DMJ's Hangout, where that failed is, in my opinion, it didn't differentiate itself from the Kitsokyo Radio Lives. It didn't do it. There was, the there format, was no the format was, the, the format was pretty similar. Really, the only difference was who was running the show and sometimes what uh, what content was on the show, like what music was playing. distinctive is the word you're looking for. What did I say? Yeah, distinctive. That's the word. And I mean, like, the idea that I had is with, my, with the reviews, I want to bring some of this stuff because you guys knew uh, i don't know we got a lot of new listeners i used to before gr i had toho music reviews on facebook and i haven't brought a lot of those reviews up to gr because i when i moved over i brought a lot with me with with those reviews i brought a few um but i didn't bring all of them and i kind of want to go back to those i didn't bring back and kind of go over them again in a new light. And a lot of that stems from a, a, a data issue I'm having with my phone Ooh. where we use up all my data and I created and I posted it on Facebook. I mean, at Facebook, Twitter, I created a playlist of 900 songs that I have just on my phone, all Toho. And I kind of got back through and listening to a lot of it. And I'm like, huh, that sounds, I, I come to it with a new ear and I kind of, you know, have new thoughts about it. So and that's right. kind of where all this is coming from. Very good. We are pretty much at the end of the show here. So exciting yeah. stuff on the horizon. DMJ's got his stuff going on. I've got stuff I'm working on. And of course, next month, we're going to have a show in Tokyo. Live number 59 will be broadcast from somewhere in Tokyo. We're not entirely sure when or where that's going to be. Uh, I also, I don't even know if we're going to be able to broadcast at a regular time because when we're broadcasting here in the evening U.S., it's like very early morning uh, in Japan. So what I might end up doing is I might be doing a show that's more compatible with the time zone over there and then doing a rebroadcast uh, at our regular standard time here on the weekend. That's a quick turnaround. Uh, but it's possible. So. Hey, now the showtime will be better for our Ronnie. <laughs> Mr. I live in Sweden. Do you know what? That's kind of funny. Maybe. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, and I also was talking to one of our past guests who hasn't been around since live number 30-something. Nelson, the guy who keeps getting photos with Zoom, will be with us in person during the show. Because he, ah. he literally lives like... I think less than half an hour away from where we're going to be staying. So, if you got, if you guys get a picture with Zun well, and Nelson, my jealousy meter will be so through the roof. 
You better, you can probably get, you could probably use me to thicken sauces. Instead of heavy cream? Right. Well, anyway. Right, you, know what we need to get. you know what we need to get. <laughs> Mr. Sketchy Etchy's title. Here's your title, DM. Uh, here's your title. DMJ's formal assessment of music from the Bullet Hell game known as to Toho to let other fans of the game know what a hit, what is hip among the circles. That's pretty good. Oh man, here's my one chance at life to tell people what's hip. Oh yeah, you you are you're gonna now set the fashion statement, Zara. Ooh. Take that, everybody in my high school. No. I now <laughs> set the trends. I'm uh, cool yeah. now, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I made the big time. I'm famous. You can now you can now so now you can say is like you can walk around at cons now and just be like Aren't you on Kentucky Radio? It's like, I'm on two podcasts. Oh, man. And then you could fight the person. Now now you have, high, there's a hierarchy. People who are on one high podcast, uh, they got to fight the people who are on two podcasts uh, in order to gain supremacy, unless they're producers, because like without them, nothing can nothing can uh, work. Might be the point where DMJ slips off the deep end. I I could very much go off the deep end, but also at the same time, I'm too preoccupied with my Nintendo Switch and having a girlfriend and doing like 130 different things. I dare right say now. you're already going off the deep end because I mentioned that it was towards the end of the show and we're still doing the show. Yeah, but I haven't been here in a while, so I gotta get all this, you know, fun off me. I'm also like now I'm on cup, guys, cup seven of coffee. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. This has been Kintsoki Radio Live number 58. We will see you next month from Tokyo, Japan. Jesus Christ, is that Comic Cat?